Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1041. How to Get More Motivated, part two, by Dominique Alessi of dominiquealessi.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Wednesday and happy July. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Now, if you've been listening all week, you've probably noticed we have a theme going. So far, we've been discussing motivation, and we're gonna continue that trend today. So today's post is part two from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, I recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. Oh, and before we jump into today's post, it's Wednesday, which means we're due for a little inspiration. So here we go. Quote, fall seven times, but get up eight. Japanese proverb. How perfect is that quote for this topic of motivation? So now that we're in the right frame of mind, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. How to Get More Motivated, part two, by Dominique Alessi of dominiquealessi.com. Two, cultivate your motivation. Motivation is often a fleeting thing. I've had plenty of moments in which my motivation to do something lasts all of two seconds. This isn't to say that motivation is useless, but it does take some work to keep strong. Naturally, the strategies you employ will depend on the type of motivation you resonate with. But whatever the case, the goal is to remind yourself regularly of the motivation in a way that doesn't consume a lot of energy itself. Assuming you're trying to exercise more regularly, here are sample strategies to cultivate long-term motivation. The other people motivation. Hire a personal trainer. Become accountability partners or workout buddies with a friend. Tell your child they can eat ice cream for dinner any day that you don't exercise. The future self motivation. Make a vision board that captures your desired future. Conduct a daily meditation in which you imagine being your future self, reflecting back on all that you have accomplished. Train your mind to think of your future self whenever you hit a mental block. Like if you struggle to make it to the gym, 
imagine how amazing you'll feel afterward. The if it makes sense motivation. Write down the reasons why you're exercising, like it increases my energy, and schedule a daily reminder to revisit them. Journal about the benefits you notice after each workout. Regularly read articles or watch videos on exercise research to keep your interest strong. The rebel motivation. Remind yourself of the freedom you will achieve by being fit, like freedom to live a long time, to engage in all sorts of activities and adventures. Join an ambitious race that people don't think you can finish, or find a fitness challenge online or via apps. The should-do motivation. Articulate your goal to exercise more. Write down your plan, like how often am I gonna exercise and what types of exercises am I going to do, and transpose that plan to your calendar. Record your progress for extra momentum. Use a workout app to track daily steps and workouts. Record the weights you use to observe strength gains or add $1 to a savings account for each day you exercise. Three, remove blockers to motivation. If there were no obstacles in our way, then motivation would propel us through life to do all the things we wanna do, need to do, and should do. But life presents many obstacles, and even a strong motivation isn't always powerful enough to plow through them. To let our motivation flourish, we should also seek ways to remove the obstacles from our path, or at least, minimize their impact. While it's impossible to outline every possible obstacle, here are a few common ones. A, inconvenience. Even minor inconveniences can be enough to derail an effort. Pack your gym bag ahead of time. Sleep in your workout clothes. Get some at-home workout equipment. Do what you need to do to make exercise as convenient as possible. B, decision fatigue. Making decisions drains our mental energy and makes it more difficult to stick to habits and work towards goals. The more we can streamline our lives and eliminate unnecessary decisions, the better. Schedule your workouts ahead of time. Even better than that, work out at the same time every day. Or delegate your workout planning to a coach or an app, or use a specific program and pick out your workout clothes the day before. C, lack of support. While some thrive on others' doubts, most of us feel run down if we're not validated and encouraged by those around us. Seek ways to surround yourself with people who have similar goals and values, or consider hiring a coach to be that supportive figure. D, change. Particularly when working on a habit, a change of scenery can be disruptive. This change can be a vacation, a move, or even just a last minute schedule change. Whatever the case, change can shake up the structures we put into place to support our goals and habits and they can be exploited to excuse ourselves from healthy behaviors. For example, I'm on vacation, so I can eat whatever I want. Beware of how different types of change affect you, and brainstorm ways to keep yourself on track despite them. Motivation equals discipline. Some might say that motivation is overrated, that instead of learning how to get more motivated, we should be learning how to build discipline. But I think motivation is discipline. Discipline isn't about doing things with zero motivation. Even the most disciplined people have some reason, some drive to do what they do, even if it's just to prove how disciplined they are. Discipline instead is about cultivating our innate motivation. It's about understanding ourselves and the things that drive us. And most importantly, it's about crafting an environment that allows our motivation to thrive. At the least, let's stop chasing after motivation that doesn't come naturally, and then ripping ourselves apart for not having our together. 
Not only is this exhausting, but it's damaging to our sense of self-worth and self-efficacy. Instead, we can decide to honor the type of motivation that compels us the most and to focus our energy on finding ways to trigger that motivation. Perhaps there's some internal work that can be done to shift our motivation triggers, to cultivate, for example, a greater obligation to personal well-being, if others' needs always feel more important. But we can do a heck of a lot in the meantime. You just listened to part two of the post titled How to Get More Motivated by Dominique Alessi of dominiquealessi.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Now, if you were listening earlier this week, you may have found that there was quite a bit of overlap between the posts I read and my commentary. And this is a really good thing. When I talk about research, for example, I often say that one published study doesn't prove anything. Instead, when a bunch of published studies have the same conclusions, well, now we might be onto something. The same idea applies here. When the advice from different professionals start to overlap, well, now we might be onto something. It's probably not just a fluke. Rather, there's probably some truth to what's being said. Remember, By listening to this podcast and others like it, you are being given shortcuts. You get to learn from the mistakes from those with experience and hopefully avoid those same issues. So as you've been listening to the episodes this week on motivation, what jumped out at you? What sounded like a good idea to you? That's where you wanna start. And again, learn from our mistakes. Learn from the research we share with you. That way, you can hopefully avoid those same mistakes. So. Thank you for being here, and I hope that your path to optimal health is a relatively smooth one. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.